the one where I met your mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. Natalie, how are you? Hydrated? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I take big gulps of water. Like, right, right before I start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, I'm good. Um, we might be a little rusty because it's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks, but there's a new Fearless Flyer. Yeah. Yeah. We're no longer in the Which I'm holiday Fearless Flyer. So, yeah, yeah the, the friends and mothers will get a, t- get a taste of it a little bit later on. Yeah. Uh, it's real gloomy out. Yeah. 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 It's that time of year We're in Los Angeles. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know, like, I understand why people say, like, oh, there are no seasons in Los Angeles because obviously they're not as extreme as they are in other places. Right. But there certainly are seasons. There definitely are. Yeah. yeah. There um, are two. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, we don't really have a fall, do we? I mean, I guess it's like m- mild. Yeah. Chilly. Yeah. We get some windy days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we don't. And the leaves certainly do change colors and fall. Yeah, but certainly like- we don't have as many of those kind of trees here. Yeah. Because um, we've got palms and... Uh, and other stuff like yeah so there are some like dead crunchy leaves on the sidewalk and those are fun but nothing like where i grew up in the midwest where they're like right or like in connecticut or sure you know. yeah yeah um yeah and gilmore girls land yeah which is burbank Stars but you know Hollow. what i mean <laughs> in burbank, yeah. <laughs> um but this is not a podcast about um the seasons uh this is a podcast about uh i bet there's a podcast about do you think there are more podcasts about Vivaldi's The Four Seasons or Frankie Valli and The Four Seasons or Four Seasons Hotels? Probably Four Seasons Hotels, sadly. Yeah, those probably, those probably get the most podcast mentions. Yeah, I think we have both of those records, though, don't we? I know uh, yeah, we have we Vivaldi. And yeah, we and we have like a, a, a Frankie Valli, like best of, or yeah. Frankie Valli and The Four Seasons best yeah. of. Uh, yeah. Um, I've never been to... There are so many Four Seasons, there's got to be numerous podcasts about it. Yeah. Um, That should be a podcast where, like, it's called Four Seasons, but on any given episode, it could be about Vivaldi, Frankie Valli, or the hotel chain. Or where Trump had his press conference. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I loved that... um, So when that happened, the... um, Rudy Giuliani for Four Seasons Landscaping or whatever. Yeah. Um, so there was a tweet that went viral that was that said like, "Oh, Four Seasons." I can't remember. It was a long name, like Four Seasons Gardening and Landscaping or whatever. Sounds like the name of a mountain goat song. And John, John Darnielle wrote and posted a song yeah. called Four Seasons. Uh, I love the internet sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love John Darnielle. Yeah. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, if we've ever been to a Four Seasons hotel. I've never been to a, a, a Four Seasons hotel, but the Beverly Wilshire is now owned by Four Seasons. We went to that restaurant. You and I went to that restaurant yeah. there. Um, but it's not like, it's a, it's like the Beverly Wilshire, a Four Seasons hotel. But it's right. not like, in Los Angeles, the Four Seasons is on Doheny. I know where that is, but I've never been in there. No, we should, um, yeah. Let us know. Friends and mothers, if you've stayed at a Four Seasons, let us know how it was. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Vivaldi, Frankie Valley, the Four Seasons Hotel chain. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to 
Fuck the Four Seasons, because it seems like a good time. Huh. I'm going to marry Vivaldi, I guess. You're going to kill Frankie Valli? I don't want to, but I think that's what I'm going to have to do. I guess I could kill the Four Seasons Hotel. Yes. Is that what you're going to do? No, I'm going to kill Vivaldi because he's already dead, so no oh, loss. Okay, I was I'm thinking gonna... that would be like a nice, soothing yeah. marriage. I'm going to fuck <laughs> Frankie Valli for whatever, no reason, just because I want to marry the Four Seasons so I could live at a Four Seasons hotel the rest of my life. Oh my gosh, you thought of this way better than I... Yeah, you win. I had exactly as much time as you did. <laughs> I know, but you you won this. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, friends and mothers, fuck, marry, kill... Yeah, Four Seasons, Fuck, Mary Kill. That's yeah. what I want. Um, okay. That's it. That's enough bullshit. This is a podcast about the uh, sitcoms Friends and How I Met Your Mother. Um, we are we watch an episode of each every week and, you know, uh, keeping at pace with one another. And we uh, review, recap compare contrast we have other fun segments and stuff like that this week we are on to season six episode 21 uh of both shows friends season six episode 21 is called the one where ross meets elizabeth's dad right uh and is that what it's called yes one? but also frankie valley is still alive no i said vivaldi is dead i know but i was thinking like Frankie Valley must be dead too. No, but he's not. Yeah. He's eighty nine years old. Yeah, and he's. Um, you and I are watching. Uh, season five of The Sopranos, yeah. where he. Oh yeah. He plays Rusty. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, starting in season five. Um, anyway, what was I? Sorry, I'm. Sorry. Season six, episode twenty one of Friends is called the one where Ross meets Elizabeth's dad. Season six, episode twenty one of How I Met Your Mother is called Hopeless, but we're going to put a pin in Hopeless, and we're going to start with Season 6, Episode 21 of Friends, the one where Ross meets Elizabeth's dad. So, we started the perk. Everybody do a shot of espresso. Um, They're reading horoscopes, um, and uh, Phoebe kind of predicts what's going to happen between Monica and Chandler over the next few days based on the horoscope. Um, Oh, man, so you, you know that I'm very much not a horoscope not an astrology person whatsoever um but i really enjoyed this is me now the jennifer lopez uh uh thing on prime the the i don't know what you would even i guess it's a movie but it's only like an hour long it's it's like a it's so fun documentary no it's like a narrative it's a narrative about that's like metaphors for her love life um, and then there are multiple performances of songs off her new album that are interwoven in. So there's like, I mentioned a bunch of music videos and then connected by this story of her looking for the right fella or whatever. I don't, um, I, I don't think I could watch it. I don't like her as a person. I, I've heard just like terrible things oh. about her and hmm. I've never really liked her work. I know that she's like a great performer and dancer. She obviously looks amazing, but I've heard that like her staff can't look her in the eye and i've heard like people get fired yeah wouldn't surprise me at all yeah um jenny from the block she's still the very very (laughs) unkind person but uh yeah i uh, don't disagree i almost i've also never i mean i like some of this new music i've never really been a big fan of her music but she is to me she is 
undeniably like a star like the especially a movie star like the yeah. the camera has always loved her i've always do, loved like really fun like rom-coms which i liked and i think now i don't know i think she's making like weird decisions but she i mean she just did shotgun wedding last year but i guess no one saw it i didn't see it no. um that was the crazy thing was like about shotgun wedding is uh that it was supposed to be a movie it's like an action romance comedy and it was supposed to be a like may december romance with her and a much younger guy um and it was army hammer and they had to replace him when he got canceled last minute and that's why it ended up being josh Duhamel, who is i think younger than jennifer lopez but not so much that it would be like a plot point yeah um yeah Uh, i did like hustlers i will say i did like a lot of the movies that she was in in the 90s and early we everyone loves out of sight that's a great one that's true. Um, I liked Enough. <laughs> I didn't really like Enough. I liked Selena. I never saw Selena. I never saw... Um, All of her movies are about like marriage. Yeah, I never saw The Wedding Planner. I never saw Marry Me. A Wedding but, Planner, Shotgun Wedding, Marry Me. These are all wedding. Yeah. Um, but I liked uh, The Chambermaid. Um, okay. That was a good one. And... Um, I had something else that I was going to say, and I... Oh, The Cell? I like The Cell. Oh, yeah, The Cell. And then she made uh, she made one... I mean, you're looking at it. It's like five years ago. It was called, like, Second Chance or something like mm-hmm. that? Is yeah. It, is that what it's called? It's called Second Chance, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. No, Second Act. Second sorry. Act. Yeah. yeah I, liked, I liked that one. Okay, maybe I'm coming around. <laughs> yeah. No, I just... I feel like... But, yeah, it's... It, the idea that she's, like... I do, I do get that she's one of those people who's completely disconnected from the real world yes. and this is me now is in many ways that's kind of what's fun about it but it has a yeah. huge like astrology through line where she's like the men she's going through all are different astrological signs and she's like yeah. fuck libras or whatever like yeah. after she breaks up I with it like, uh, i don't know people are gonna hate me but sometimes i think like people who are like super into astrology are kind of distracting from like no personality (laughs) a lack of personality and i could be wrong i could be wrong but i don't i've i've seen that yeah i know i I have seen a number a number of people that i know both in real life and on the internet and yeah we i'm about to piss some people off who are listeners of the show too i'll bet who are otherwise sane people mm-hmm. but are into either astrology or professional wrestling and i don't get either one i mean they're they're both fun and for astrology like any opportunity to like self-analyze or self-reflect like is not a problem i don't think but isn't i feel like maybe this is me being judgmental i feel like astrology is not self-analyzing it's saying like oh I can't help this thing about myself because I'm a Virgo, you know? I, mean, I like, when I talk about my, yeah. like, compulsive behaviors, you know, I understand that's that that, actually, Virgo, that is know? a Virgo, and I know yeah. that that's a, a Virgo trait, but then Virgos are also supposed to be, like, athletic, which I'm not, Yeah. I'm not, like, you know, awkward or whatever. Yeah, you're outdoorsy. Yeah, but I'm not, like, I'm coordinated. Yeah. You know? I can, I can, like, dribble a basketball, I can throw a ball, I can do all, like... Prove it. Well, I can't dribble our basketball because it's flat and we yeah. don't have a pump. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, I'm not. Yeah. So I'm a Virgo, but I'm not like, oh, such a Virgo. 
But then sometimes I know, I guess that's what I'm saying is that it's people like saying, it's not my fault that I'm like this. Right. Maybe that's me being harsh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's fun for some people. Don't make it your full personality though. Okay. Um, so Joey shows up. He's nervous about acting opposite a robot. Um, he says he can barely even work Chandler's computer except to look for porn. And that's easy because porn's already up when he opens the computer. And then Monica's like, it's just like sometimes these yeah. like the these these misses from the past where I remember like oh yeah we used to have to like pretend that women didn't approve of porn or that yeah. there was something shameful about watching porn yeah like why did we all pretend that yeah <laughs> what's well, not true yeah um anyway women like porn it's fine uh Phoebe is writing what she says calls another book turns out she's written fourteen novels but yes. no one's ever read them except yeah. for her um. Then, then Ross is all stressed out because Elizabeth's dad wants to meet him. Um, and uh, uh, I didn't put this in my funniest moment, so I hope I'm not stealing one. But Chandler says, wait, you mean you're not Elizabeth's dad? That wasn't my funniest moment. It was? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, he says, wait, hold the phone. <laughs> So uh, we cut to Joey at work and he meets Cheese, the robot, and he's like disappointed because it is like a lame, slow moving robot. It's not a cool looking robot. He was picturing like the Terminator, which would make for a better TV show. Or (laughs) Wayne. Like he thought Wayne was an actual robot. Um, uh, Andrew Biglore, I think is his name. Bill Gore. Bill Gore. Not Biglore. Bill Gore. And a few things. Okay. that I don't think I've seen. Okay. But like NCIS and like some okay. TV shows. He seems like he has like a face that is yeah. familiar, but I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's, uh, Joey's kind of disappointed in this lame robot. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, then Bruce Willis shows up as Elizabeth's dad. I yeah. correctly predicted that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, uh, and he is immediately intimidating to Ross in a way that I love. And we added the 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 Bruce Willis thing in, in real life is is very very sad yes. to, to me the 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 memory related disease that he has he doesn't really like he's lost his memory he's lost yeah. control of language in many ways yeah. it's very sad yeah um, especially and it's also very sad potentially that he was being exploited near the end of his life but also like. But I guess also like his team or whatever knew he needed the money because he wasn't going to be able to do this. So they like put him in a bunch of movies where he just kind of like had to stand there and be present, you know. But it's very sad to think like because I guess there is an idea of Bruce Willis that I think this show is playing on like post Die Hard that he's like the action star. He's like Expendables and stuff. But he was um, also, you know, The Sixth Sense, Moonrise Kingdom, like... Uh, moonlighting he was um i'm talking about in the past test like he's dead but he's he's still alive but he's not going to be acting anymore Uh, and it is very sad but uh this was a a reminder he is like he didn't just show up and phone it in he made a character and he sold jokes that are very funny yes he's very like stoic yeah in a funny way yeah yeah um so uh ross wants all the friends to like talk him up 
and um, it's weird that he introduces it. These are my friends, Phoebe, Monica, and Chandler. He doesn't point out at first. Yeah. Monica later points out, I'm Ross's sister. sister. Yeah. But it is weird that he's like, these are my friends. Yeah. Including his sister, but doesn't mention it. Yeah. Um, back at their apartment, Chandler and Monica are fighting about toilet paper. Um, and Phoebe is like putting it in her book. And so like they're, they realize that Phoebe's new book is about them. Yeah. Because she's staying at their place, like right? analyzing a relationship. Yeah, yeah. Like, gone down the drain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Failure. And so she's writing about all their fights. Um, then, uh, so yeah, I guess I skipped the whole, like, point, part of... Uh, yeah, I, I guess I mentioned Bruce Willis, whose name is Paul, uh, uh, meeting all the friends. But anyway... Um, or Mr. Stevens. Mr. Stevens to Ross. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then he comes back to the perk because he lost his keys and Rachel's the only one still there um, so they they start talking uh, Joey um, comes, comes home from work and he's annoyed about the robot he's saying like as the start of the show I might have to get this robot fired but then he talks to Estelle his agent and it turns out he's the one who might be getting fired because as he points out there's a million guys who can play mac but this robot is the only there's the only yeah. the only one cheese yeah so um uh so he might get fired uh ross goes over to joey's apartment and bruce and rachel or sorry bruce paul and rachel rachel are making out on the couch uh ross is mad at rachel which i don't think he should be mad at her but also like he says it's making it weird for him. And Rachel's like, uh, you did my sister. And Ross says, like, the joke, Ross says, that's diff- this is different because it's making it awkward for me. Yeah. But what he should have said is, like, yes, I dated your sister, but when you told me to stop, I stopped. Mm. You know? Yeah. That's, I mean, that that's a much better argument. Sometimes, like, sometimes Ross is in the right, like, about the on a break thing, but he's just, like, such a fucking baby. Yeah. Like, did you find, like, if you were Elizabeth mm-hmm. in this situation, the way that Ross behaves around Bruce Willis, wouldn't you like him less? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so, like, spineless. Yeah. He's such a little worm. Yeah. Fuck that guy. But she's only 20. She's not, her brain isn't fully That's true. Yet. That's true. Um uh let's see so uh the friends convinced joey to use his natural charms to get back into cheese's and and wayne's good graces um phoebe is still writing about them and then they start writing about her yeah (laughs) they call her phyllis uh well we'll get to that later actually um so joey tries to make up with cheese and wayne and he breaks the robot and then he like gets distracted and goes hit and hits on a like the costume designer or costume department yeah. person. Yeah. Um, at dinner, uh, so Ross and Elizabeth and Bruce Willis and Rachel go to dinner together. It's a double date. Yeah. Uh, which has got to be awkward for Elizabeth and, and they're Bruce Willis. They're all sitting so close. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little tiny corner booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're squeezed uh, Rachel is trying to talk Ross up, but her things keep backfiring. So I love that she tells the famous prom story and yeah. Bruce Willis's take, uh, which I saw coming by a mile away, yeah. was like, so Ross was in college and he jumped at the chance to take 
a uh, girl yeah. to her high school prom. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but Bruce Willis, uh, Paul, um, eventually tries to see the best in Ross, but then Rachel screws it up by <laughs> accidentally revealing all of the marriages. Yeah. Um, and that she was married to him and he lied to her about it. Yeah. Yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Emily, um, yeah. So Monica and Chandler are fighting again about uh, they missed, they, were, they had planned to go to a movie and they missed the movie because they got the, like, they were going to meet at the coffee house. Why don't they just call it the perk? Uh, <laughs> they were going to meet at the perk first. Um, and uh, they got wrong about, they, were, they got mixed up about what time. So yeah. they ended up missing the movie. Yeah. Phoebe, because she's been writing down everything they're saying knows what happened yes. and it turns out she knew that they were both confused yes. and didn't tell them because they were mean to her about her book so they make her like thank her for the for writing the book yeah to get the uh, truth yeah. which yeah they're they're pissed off that Phoebe yeah. knew the whole time and could have stopped it but she's yeah um yeah yeah and then there's some like i don't know what you would call it sexism or whatever when like chandler tells phoebe that she's the queen of everything and yeah. phoebe's like so are you. This is under the umbrella. And then he's like, well, I know I shouldn't wear this color. Like, oh, God. Um, so, uh, Wayne of Wayne and Cheese <laughs> um, uh, says he'll make a deal that he'll not get Joey fired if Joey will, like, teach him, him, get, he basically teach like him some riz. An incel, because he's, like, obsessed with all women. All yeah. Of, all of them. Yeah. Yeah, but at least he doesn't hate them all. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe if Joey didn't step in, he would curdle into that incel yeah. uh, hatred. Um, yeah, I feel like he would make a robot woman. Like uh, Andrew and Buffy. Yeah. 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 Um, I've been thinking about... You and I were talking about like um, a recent thing I read in Politico or New York Times or something about... like. Um, uh, young women are like young people tend to be more liberal than conservative, mm-hmm. but young women are becoming more and more liberal at a much faster rate than young men right, right. now. Yeah. Um, and I feel like one of the side effects of that is going to be more incels because, right. because women are going to expect better. Yeah. From men yeah. And they're not going to get it. But, but then I was thinking about that and I was thinking the in part of incel is involuntary. Right. And your political opinion is something you can chi- change and decide right. on. So what I'm going to say, I know there are no young people listening to the show. Why would a young person, why would like a Gen Z ever be listening to the Who show? Who's the youngest listener, you think? Um, us? I don't know. Um, uh-huh. uh, yeah, if you're... If you're a youngster... I mean, uh, yeah, let us know how young you are. If we have any, if we have any under 35s, I want to know. If we have under, anyone in their 20s, oh my yeah. God, I want to know. That would be a shocker. Yeah, I would be very, very surprised. But I'm putting it in the calls to action. How young are you? Um, but yeah, maybe... <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you can change... So I'm telling, saying, yeah. let's spread the word to young men. Yes. If you want to get laid... Do better. Be a liberal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, young girls expect higher for yourself and then you know you can make it happen yeah it's like what's the um the like famous greek play about all the women like stop um stop sleeping with men to like end the war yeah 
I don't remember. Um, Great. Greek play about incels. No, <laughs> not um, about incels. Um, let's see. While you're doing that, uh, yeah, Rachel continues to say things that are damning to Ross. Lysistrata. Lysistrata. Yeah. So we're going to have a Lysistrata. Yeah. Let's all do Lysistrata. I mean, that's what we were all hoping for in the Women's March era of, you know, 2016. I thought, I was hoping it would, it would get to that point. Yeah. You know what's the problem? White women. Yeah. 53% of white women voted for Donald Trump. Yeah. You know? And then, of course, Donald Trump then claimed that 53% of women voted for him, just right. revealing his racism. Yes. That he, like, only counted the white women as, as women somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah. If only people his... knew that Donald Trump was racist. Have we talked? Or have sexist. Have you seen his if only. new sneaker line? Donald Trump's? Yes. No? He has a new sneaker line. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait till the CDs. Uh... So Rachel continues to embarrass Ross, but eventually Ross stands up for himself and then Elizabeth stands up for him as well saying, dad, I'm going to like my dad, Bruce Willis. I'm going to date Ross, whether you want me to or not. Um, And so Paul says he doesn't like Ross. Ross is like, I don't like myself either. So Paul's like, okay, so we all don't like Ross. And Elizabeth's like, I like Ross. Um, And that's kind of the, uh, Friends and mothers, uh, uh, Google Trump's sneakers. Yeah. Oh, that's very funny. And yeah. they sold out immediately. Oh, yeah. It's not it um, surprising. He should have gotten uh, Kanye's help. Ugh. Since Kanye, like, Adidas dropped him. Yeah. Ka- uh, Kanye should that make might, his new Yeezys with... Uh, that might be next. Yeah. Um, so that's the end of the episode, except we get a little tag at the end where they're shooting a scene of mac and cheese, and cheese starts flipping out because it turns out Wayne is um uh <laughs> um, making out with the costume yeah. girls the Very same group yeah There's so a lot of, like, Joey can teach Riz quick, pretty well I guess quick makeout sessions yeah yeah that's true like yeah. it does seem like pretty fast for um Paul and Rachel to just like look for keys invite him upstairs and start making out immediately yeah Good for them. Yeah, good for them. And good for Wayne and uh, costume gal. Yeah, as long as he treats her well. Yeah, she doesn't have a name because she doesn't have a line. She does. Wait, um, she does? Yeah. Oh, okay. She does have a name. I don't remember what it was. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, any other stray observations or should um, we move on to funniest moments? Phoebe, or Phyllis, is a lefty. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. Sinister. Sinister. Sinister means left-handed. Oh, I thought... Okay. In, like, Latin or something? Okay. I know that from The Simpsons. Okay. Remember the, the, the Leftorium? Left- yeah, the Leftorium. Yeah. Great episode. Southpaw? Um, yeah, Southpaw. Uh, okay, funniest moments. Um, when they're reading the horoscopes. <laughs> and one of the horoscopes is that, like a secret admirer will be revealed yeah. and Phoebe starts making eyes yeah. at Chandler and she licking blows, her lips. Yeah. yeah. She blows him a little kiss. That was mine too. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So you kind of took mine of, wait, hold the phone. You're not Elizabeth's dad, but then to follow up, um, I forgot who says it, but um, I think it was Monica who said, we know how hard 
parent-teacher conferences are. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. It's a parent-teacher conference. Yeah, it is. Um, when Ross asks them all what they're doing later, because he wants them to meet Bruce Willis, Phoebe's like, oh, Rachel and I have appointments to get our hair done. And Rachel says, we do? And Phoebe says, I want to see what he wants first. <laughs> yeah, I had that also. And then another Phoebe line was um, when Monica and Chandler are trying to, like, beat Phoebe in her own game and, like, start writing about Phyllis. Phoebe goes, oh, I have tasted my own medicine. It is bitter. (laughs) But her delivery is so funny. Yeah. Um, So when Paul reveals that he is a widower who raised Lizzie on his own, uh, Phoebe and Monica are both like... Aw, and he go. He immediately goes. I get that a lot. I get that a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, well, I I guess there's also a second one when he also says that his sister died. Yeah. And they go. Oh, and he's like, you don't have to do that every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, See, he's very funny. He is very funny. Um, Ross like comes in, and I think one of them says like, "Oh, I thought you were at the children's hospital today." And Phoebe says, "Not looking for dates." Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's before Ross gets there. No, Ross is there, and Monica says... And he's not looking. Uh, yeah, normally at this time of day, yeah. Ross is at the children's hospital, yeah. and Phoebe says, not looking for dates. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> this reminded me... You know one of my favorite Jennifer Aniston moments in the history of this show is when she's drunk at the date with the other guy, and she drunkenly borrows... Uh, a guy at the next table's cell phone yep. calls Ross and then closes the cell phone and throws it sit into the ice bucket. Yeah. Okay. There's a similar like Rachel yeeting things. Uh, she's helping Paul look for his keys <laughs> and she pulls, she reaches under the cushion of the couch yeah. and pulls up a keychain that has like a floofy pink thing on yeah. it. And he's like, are these your keys? And he's like, no. And she just tosses them back she under the cushion. She throws it back under instead of giving it to Gunther. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I have one more. Okay, I, have, I don't have any more. Okay, well, because I took one of yours. Yeah. Um, I have one more. Uh, when Phoebe says the book is not about Monica and Chandler, it's about two other people. Uh, who? Marsha and Chester. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. That, right. And that's why they called her character Phyllis. Yeah. But then we find out that Phyllis gets written into Phoebe's book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marsha and Chester are mad at Phyllis. Yes. Uh, friends with Make It Fashion? Uh, uh, I have two. Okay, me too. Um, one is Monica's whole outfit in the early scenes, where she's got a yellow t-shirt, which, red, of course, I love. Long with skirt? With, uh, yeah, but it has embroidered flowers up at the top and bottom. I like that. You know, I like yellow. Yeah. And then it's over a very red um, skirt that has, like, a... I'm not sure what these would you how you would describe this, but it has like a built-in like belt. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like this look. It I liked it. Like ketchup and mustard. Ketchup and mustard. Well, I would, that's what I like about it. Yeah. Or Ronald McDonald, I guess. Yeah. Wait, is Ronald McDonald supposed to look like ketchup and mustard? Oh, of course. Yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth is wearing a baby tee with a bowl, like a picture of a bowl, which is strange. And then I've said it last episode, but I really think that Rachel's extensions are excessive. Okay. They look like unnatural too. They look unnatural. Okay. Um, I normally, normally, obviously, with fashion, we keep it to like clothes, but uh, we're really talking about style. Um, I like Bruce Willis's hair. 
Um, I think because I'm so used to seeing him, like, in recent years, like, shaved. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. bald or whatever. I thought he had, like, he looked... I guess I'm just reminded that, like, you and I are closer in age to Bruce Willis in this this scene than we are to Ross. Yeah, right. And so, like, I'd come to think of him as an older man because he's always been considerably older than I am. But realizing, because I looked it up, he's like 44, 45 when they shot this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I guess just a reminder that, like, Bruce Willis used to be younger. And I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, not that old yet. You're a young man? I'm not a young, I'm not any young man. But uh, um, I'm not that old yet. If I can look at Bruce Willis at 44, 45 and get, go, like, that's a... That's a handsome man in the prime of his life. Yeah. yeah. Then maybe there's still hope for but me. But it's also an action star. Like, he's he's a celebrity and he's, like, very handsome and attractive. He, like, I don't know. I guess it was just a reminder. Okay. Because I get, I get sad when I look at Bruce Willis. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because of what's happened. Have you, but you've never talked about Bruce Willis as someone that you find attractive. I mean, he's not my type, certainly, but yeah. he is attractive. I could admit that he's definitely an attractive man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bruce Willis or Tom Selleck? Ugh, Bruce Willis. Oh. Hmm. I don't like the ugh at Tom Selleck. I guess his politics are, like, pretty rough. Oh, I have no idea what his politics okay. are. I've always held Tom Selleck up because he's one of the hairiest sex symbols. And as a hirsute man myself, right. I've always looked up a to Tom Selleck. Hirsute. Um, I liked him in um, Three Little Dads. What is it? My Three Dads? Three Little... Three little, wait, wait. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Three Men and a Little Baby. Uh, three Men and a Baby. Three Men and a Baby. And then but then there's Him and a Little Lady baby. was the sequel. <laughs> I knew Which I'd I never there. saw. I knew I'd get there, and I did. But I, I've seen Three Men and a Baby. A, I haven't seen it since Ooh. I was little, but it's Who are the it's got to be bad. Uh, should we play a guessing game? Okay, Gutenberg is one of them. Steve Gutenberg, Tom Selleck, and who's the third? It's the handsomest one. Well, no, Tom Selleck's the handsomest one. He's, but he's someone you love. Don't look it up. I, I, have to, I don't like these games. <sighs> okay, give me a hint. Uh, he's been on multiple TV sitcoms. He's one of the most famous TV sitcom actors of all time, uh, including... Tom Hanks? No, including... A show that you started watching uh, and haven't finished. The classic show that he's best known for. But more recently... Oh, Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Okay. Handsome Devil, right? Ted Danson? Uh, I feel like now that he's like a silver fox, he is. Yeah, right? He's got yeah. like a John Slattery thing going on now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, in the 80s when he was supposed to be handsome, like I feel like that... I mean, I'm sure he was at the time, but now like that 80s men's haircut, like that's like a hair helmet, like yeah. hasn't aged well. Yeah. I so like it's hard. Slattery over yeah. all of those three. It's hard looking at him in Cheers and going like, "Oh, that's a sexy guy." Yeah, because like his hair's ridiculous. Yes. Okay. Uh, anything else from Make It Fashion? Um, no, but I have a props to the props department. Okay. Um, instead of Sprite, it was Sprito. Sprito. <laughs> and okay. then also um, Phoebe's eating Cape Cod popcorn, and um, Mazel right. to the Magna. There's just like scribbles, and I couldn't. And we barely saw it. I couldn't tell what it said. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We went to, I wasn't... wonder if it's still like, Joey, your audition was moved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, under the umbrella, what do we got? Mm. Let's see. 
you talked about um, like the writers making these people like so square, mm-hmm. like Monica being like just like scandalized by Chandler's porn. Yeah. On his computer, and it's like fodder for a fight. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, also, Joey says at one point, well, he's mad at Cheese for throwing um, like upending the table and getting the sandwiches all over the ground he said there's a limit to how many sandwiches i could eat from the floor yeah oh that's yeah he's eating sandwiches from the floor we've seen him eat spaghetti from the floor yeah Yeah. um we get estelle um who's bad at her job yeah uh we get a phoebe and joey flirtation yeah we get a how you doing and we're reminded that ross has been married three times yeah yeah um, yeah, and we're also reminded that Ben exists. It's amazing how little we see of Ben, yeah. that he has, like, shared custody with. But anyway. Oh, and uh, we, we talked a little bit about, um, like, Chandler, like, not wanting to be feminine or whatever. Uh, or, yeah. like, perceiving being the queen of everything as, like, oh, this orange shirt is too, I don't know. Yeah. But I guess part of that is, like... Because of his dad is probably why yeah. he is like that. Yep. But anyway, uh, also they continue to refer to the perk as the coffee house multiple times. Yes, yes. It drives me crazy. Yeah. No one says that. Yeah. Um, should we take a quick break? Yeah. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Okay, we're back from our quick break, and we are ready to talk about How I Met Your Mother, Season 6, Episode 21, Hopeless. Natalie, take it away. Okay, so we start in 1983 in Staten Island, and this is the last conversation between Lil Barney, when he was six, right? And um, yeah. his dad, Jerry, played yeah. by um, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Um, and so he's saying, like, he's giving him, like, advice and he's like for now on i'm gonna be uncle jerry because this is the last time you'll see me never forget um uh to never stop partying yeah and then he does like a little magic trick like he makes a pin and what does the pin say it was a pin of their faces that they had made at the legalize it fest 1983 that's right that's right like a pot leaf on it and he does like a put it behind your ear and then it disappears yeah um yeah, he says, like, keep keep this safe for me or something like that. Yeah. yeah, so his dad walked out on him, and then in 2011, Barney walks out on Jerry. He's very angry at his dad and says, I never want to talk to you again. Yeah. Um, Jerry calls uh, Marshall. Yeah. Um, uh, Barney calls him anti-Asemitic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you liked that. I, didn't, I was on the fence. I, I don't like, know if I liked it. I just yeah. mentioned it. Um and then I just feel like we've had lots of reminders in recent years that like anti-Semitism is not a joke, a, like yes. not a thing of the past that we yes. can like safely joke. So it feels weird now. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, I guess just like the play on words yeah. is always kind of. Um, uh, you love a pun. I do. A portmanteau. I do. Um, so Barney agrees to like give him one chance to be like a party animal again. And so he has his friends uh, change their identities. So um, Robin is going to be a scotch taster. Lily and Marshall have like an open marriage. Which is very 2024 of them. I don't know if you know, like open marriages and polyamory are like. Oh, yeah. Everyone has a polycule. Yeah. We don't. Um, (laughs) Marshall is a playwright also. Um, Ted has like a whole list of things that he's not allowed to talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Lily has like a whole bunch of alter egos <laughs> that yeah. we'll get to later maybe. Which is like kind of, I should have put that on the, under the umbrella because like Lily, like remember when they were trying to get into the party where they ended up meeting Zoe? No. No, was it where they met? No, it wasn't where they met Zoe. It was where they, oh right, where Ted became the hit of the party, you know? Yeah. Uh, and Lily like wanted to have a British accent. Yeah. Yeah. So she always wants to try on other personas. Um, sorry. I just thought of something. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see what else. Oh, also Robin, uh, Robin and Ted are dating. Um, and then Barney says like, Oh, I have like, I'm going to come clean. We're also in a band. So they also like, in their band play the theme song which is fun i love that they shot it like a new opening title of just them playing the yeah yeah um there's a hilarious discussion about um the names of the clubs and i couldn't even like write fast enough so i I missed a lot of those but we'll talk about that later it was very who's on first it's very who's on first we end up at club hopeless (laughs) yeah (laughs) um robin uh sees her secret crush and then we're um which he'll come in later. Yeah, played um, by Michael Trucco, um, known to probably everyone but Natalie, because Natalie has long refused to watch Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> but he was uh, Sam Anders on Battlestar Galactica, okay. one of the major characters of that show. Okay. So, um, and then we get a little flashback of her being at a department store, and he's like, how do these look? He comes out of the dressing room, and she insults him, but in like a fun way. Yeah. And they never get, they never exchange like names or numbers, but yeah. they both have like um, kind of a spark. Yeah. Um, so Ted actually like cock blocks Robin because they're supposed to be, you know, dating. Um, Marshall's like bloviating about his ennui and his <laughs> writing. Oh, right. Because he's supposed to be a, a failed playwright or something. Yeah. Um, Gin swilling playwright. Yeah. Um, Jerry didn't remember this last conversation that Marshall remembers so well, and Marshall calls him his stay-at-home Jerome instead of a party, <laughs> party Jerry. Um, and then Jerry's like, "Okay, I'll be crazy, Jerry." And then he takes shots, um, and he's embarrassing, and he's dancing like a fool. And then him and Barney just like run amok around town and get into all kinds of trouble. Um, Lily and Marshall are in a fight. Um, and they challenge each other to like score five numbers in this club. Yeah, because they like Marshall thinks that if they were in an open marriage, he would be he would get more yeah. successful than which is like delusional. Are you insane? Um, no. Have you 
seen Jason Siegel? Have you seen Alison Hannigan? Yeah, I think they're both equally fared. But, I mean, this is going to make me sound like the incels that I was like yeah. coming earlier. All, 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 all else being equal, it's going to be easier for a woman to get laid than a man. This is not about getting laid necessarily, is it? I think that's what they're getting at. Okay. I mean, they use getting numbers because they're not actually going to have sex. Okay. But I'm saying all else being equal. Okay. Lily, Allison Hannigan could go to any bar and find someone to have sex with her. It'd be a sure thing if if I saw Jason Segel at a bar and we weren't in a relationship. It wouldn't be a problem. Or if we were in one of these open marriages. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he wants to join a polycule. Um, and both of the winner get sex in the bathroom. They both want to have sex in the bathroom of yeah. this disgusting club. I'm sure it's very sanitary. Um, yeah. Ted um, tries to help. No, uh, Robin wants like Ted to clear it up now that Jerry has left the club, and then um, insults Ted, and then it backfires, and then he pretends to make a proposal to Robin. <laughs> right. Um, and then we get another flashback to um, the department store, and Robin's actually with Ted, and that's when he buys the red boots. And Ted gets mad at Robin because, like, they were dating at the time, and she had this like flirtation, yeah, with this crush. And but then we also learned that the reason why Ted buys it is because, like, the shop girls like those would look so hot on you, and he's like, sold, I'll take them. Yeah. Um. So uh, Jerry and Barney are fighting bikers and pulling out parking meters and puking on police cars and getting arrested. Um, Barney wants to go to the strip club. And we learn that Jerry it was just like lying about being drunk. He like fake had the shots, which it looked fake when he did them anyway. So yeah. I knew that that was the case. Um, yeah. And then Jerry's like, I thought you'd realize that you don't have to be a partier forever, that this doesn't last. Um, and then Jerry's like, I wanted to go fishing with my son. That's how it started. He invited Barney to go on the fishing trip with JJ. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be late for it. Did you, did you have Barney's response to that in your funniest moments? Uh, no. When he says, do you want to go fishing with me and JJ? And Barney goes, uh, let me check my personality. No, it turns (laughs) out I would never do that in a million years. (laughs) That was very funny. It didn't, it didn't make the cut though. Um, let's see. Um, okay. They are in the taxi with Miss Jenkins. How did he, he knew this lady? He's a driving instructor. So one of his students lives in the city. So I guess he wakes her up. Although she's an old lady. It's probably like four in the morning. Yeah. She probably was awake already. for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lily won the, um, the game and they had sex in the bathroom uh robin's in a good mood even though um she walks home without her crush and then we see the crush again like yeah it turns out she like got engaged and then we as an audience learn that this is not the last that we'll see yeah i was gonna say the umbrella but obviously yeah ted says we're, we're gonna see michael yeah. truco again um i did like that so ted thinks michael truco is a four yeah and thinks that he himself is an, an eight, eight and, and a half. half. Yeah. But then we turn find out that Michael Truco thinks Ted is a two. Is a two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
I'm a four and a half, personally. Um, no way. Yeah, four and a half. No way. Uh, Josh Radner is six and three quarters. Michael Truco is the six. That's my... That's okay. where I would rank them. What are Barney and Marshall? Uh, we're going just on looks. Okay. Yeah. So just on looks, uh, Marshall's a six and a half. Barney's uh, 7.3. Wow. Barney's the highest. Yeah. But none of them's that, that attractive. Jason Siegel, 10. <laughs> um, okay. Um... So Barney gets very reflective in the car, um, and they both talk about magic, and Jerry says, like, the real magic, like, a magician never tells um, the uh, trick or whatever, but he's like, you just got to meet the right girl, Um, and he's like, maybe you'll meet her tomorrow, and Barney says, maybe I've already met her, wink, wink, Um, and then... Uh, Jerry gets out of the car and embraces JJ, and then Marshall declares, I'm going fishing with my dad. And then the final tag at the end is, like, they're on the lake. And then Barney says, this sucks. And then he swats the skater. Yeah. And that's the end. Yeah. You're supposed to talk while you fish. I don't know. I think also you're just supposed to, because you're not supposed to be loud. It's supposed to be, like, serene. All right. I thought that was the whole thing. It was, like, quietly. Yeah, but you can also chat. Like. I guess. Fishing is just like hanging out. That's what it is. Yeah. Some people drink while they do it. I think it's like peaceful and meditative. Okay. Um, My only stray observation that you missed is, um, or maybe not that you missed, that you didn't already mention is what I meant, um, is that uh, when Jerry is first drunk, quote unquote, and he's dancing at the club Mm -hmm. and Barney tries to get him to stop embarrassing himself, he says... Okay, small town Midwest preacher, do they outlaw dancing? Yes, so yes, it's a footloose reference. That. It was I, where John Lithgow is. That was on he my was the mon- moment. Oh, okay. I just yeah. like because John Lithgow was the the small town preacher in yeah. Footloose. Yep. Okay, so let's move on to funniest moment. Sorry, I, both episodes I managed you to have stole, stolen yeah. one of yours. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, just like in general, um, like the who's on first about the clubs, like. Um, the shut up shut down and um, yeah like the gay the gay club yeah is not lame yeah let's go to okay no okay's lame yeah no okay's not lame lame yeah. is the gay bar my my friend and i used to do it on like la restaurants because there's one called right. the kitchen there's one called eat so we'll there's be like home. where should we go let's eat on sunset okay but where yeah eat on yeah. sunset Okay, what restaurant? And then, like, let's, you beat let's, it to me, like, let's eat at home. Let's eat at home. Oh, I, I thought, thought we were, we're going, going out. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's eat in the den. Why would we eat in the den? I don't even have a den. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Never, never gets old. Um, yeah. Um, this is completely has nothing to do with what you were saying, except about L.A. restaurant names. Um, isn't it strange that there's, like, a really good well-known la restaurant called aoc like before yeah. alexandria ocasio-cortez yeah. Yeah. Uh, cortez like now now i wonder if people had to be like if someone doesn't know like oh yeah we had dinner at aoc no it has nothing to do with her <laughs> it comes from, so aoc is it's a french abbreviate or french acronym for like the wine 
wine or cheese or anything like it's, it's a yeah it's a sticker that says yeah. this is this was made in france under the like whatever um it's certified yeah that's what aoc is and it is like a french wine and cheese place we've been there once yeah yeah uh okay i'm up next <laughs> when uh when Barney at the beginning of the episode is talking shit about boring uh, Jerry and he says like you know he's had 20 years of lawnmower parties and carpool barbecues <laughs> that's his idea of the suburbs yeah he's like you don't know what yeah. anything about the suburbs yeah um, when so when Marshall and Lily are fighting and uh, Lily is like getting so upset and she's like how dare you I brought French cooking to America. So she's actually like Julia Child in this. Well, because she was pretending to be, um, what's her name from The Devil Wears Prada. Right. Which yes. is also Meryl Streep. Yes. So she got her Meryl Streep. Yes. Why can't I remember the character's name? Miranda Priestley. Miranda Priestley, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, when Barney's handing out new personalities, he says, oh, and Robin, you're dating Ted. And she goes, oh, why? Yeah. Um, this might be stolen from you, but when Robin says to Ted, um, she's like defending herself and she's like, get off the field at the Superdome because you ain't no saint. <laughs> I should have written that down. I didn't because I did like that. Didn't think that was funny. Yeah. No, my last one is in the flashback when we find out that like Robin and Ted were still dating when she met Michael Trucco. Um, uh, and then that night they have great sex but she like is pretending that he's michael truco or whatever yeah but he thinks that she's all horned up because of his new boots yeah and he says like let me guess someone wants to knock boots and then he makes a little bunch of little yeah. gun noises and then when he puts away his fake guns he goes boots <laughs> that's my last one uh yeah i don't have any more i have nothing for fashion nobody looks good in this episode no no <laughs> I mean, especially, at least Michael Trucco's shirt in the flashback was supposed to be bad, because it was a bad shirt. Um, yeah. Maybe this is a stray observation. No. Let's go into the umbrella. Okay, so I will start. Uh, we get magic tricks. Yes. Um, we get uh, the gang eating Chinese food uh, out of Chinese food containers. We get, obviously, the red boots make a big uh, comeback. Yes. And then there's a version of the... Uh, legendary where young Barney says that he and Jerry are going to go see a Led Zeppelin cover band and it's going to be Led and Jerry. Led and Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. I had that too. Um, But yeah, you mentioned like um, the being a magician and that's what, what's his name is in real life. He's actually a magician. MPH. uh, Jason Siegel is also has written like rock operas and is a pianist. That's right. And he says he wrote a rock opera that took place at a yogurt shop. <laughs> yes. And in the band, he's playing piano. So it's right. kind of like yeah. playing into their uh, That's true. Skills. And of course, Josh Redner is a musician as well. We right. we, we saw him perform. Yeah. Um, okay. We get Chinese food takeout. I said that. So Oh, yeah. So much yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, also, uh, uh, deep down... Barney knows he loves Robin. It's like the happiest he's ever been. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of under the umbrella. Um, also, just some like um, gay panic. Like Marshall was at the gay bar only accidentally, and he has to clarify that. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't even think about that because I like the joke that it turns out the gay bar is not called lame; it's called Lemay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And that's all I had. All right. Well, now oh, we have to guest, guest stars, I guess. Yeah. 
um similarities i've got one big one but you go first um okay couples fighting okay so uh, monica and chandler and marshall and lily also dads specifically one person in the group trying to get the rest of the friends to impress someone's dad. Yes, and I have that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the gang and friends, like, I'll try to make Ross look good. Yeah. Um, and then they they lie to make Barney look cool. Yeah. Also, <laughs> or Barney's um, idea of cool. Marshall and Phoebe are both writers. Right. Oh, right. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, that's it. Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We have to play favorites. I guess hitting on people in bars, too. Yeah. I get, well, no. There's no bars and friends, but hitting on people. Yeah, I guess. Um, oh, we have to play favorites here. Yeah, I'm stalling because I don't... Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, three, two, one. Friends? I met your mother. Oh. So I like when Barney is self-reflective... Right. I like, um, I, I love the whole like uh, naming strategy for the clubs. That yeah. was very, very funny. I like John Lithgow. I like this Friends episode too, though. They were both good. Yeah. I mean, how many other, I said Friends, how many other, other right now? I was like, I said earlier in this season, in season six, when they like went back to the Robin Sparkles well for the third time, I was yeah. like, okay, this is the beginning of the decline of this show. But no, they rallied like. Yeah. Season six has been really strong, actually. You know, all the stuff with Marshall's dad has yes. been, was really well handled, but also very funny. Um, now we've got Barney's dad. Yeah, I really like this, but I think I just have to give it up for Bruce Willis yeah. on on Friends. And uh, yeah, I ultimately, ultimately, I had more funniest moments for this Friends than the time any mother. And that's, and that's usually the, yep. the, the signifier. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's... Let's catch up on our correspondence. We have one. Uh, our old friend Jackson uh, sent us All right. an email, if I can find it. Jackson says a bunch of late... I was hoping ju- we didn't lose Jackson. Yeah. A bunch of late jumbled thoughts. Okay. Uh, I didn't drink until I could legally do so, and the first thing I would buy was Smirnoff ice cream <laughs> green apple. Oh, yeah. That's a good first-timer drink. Although green apple tastes like bad breath. Huh. But I like Smirnoff Ice. Green artificial green apple tastes like bad breath. In my those mind. are my favorite Jolly Ranchers as a kid. Was the green apple ones? No, the best one is pink. <laughs> Always pink. Wait, what's pink Jolly Rancher? Strawberry. Okay. Not the cherry. The cherry is the red one. Yeah, no, that's cough medicine. I also like I the like watermelon. That. Yeah, watermelon's good. Yeah. yeah, I was obsessed with Jolly Ranchers as a kid. Actually, that was my favorite things because yeah. I liked, I liked sucking on it until it was literally sharp, and I yep. like cut my tongue sometimes and then they would get stuck in your yeah. like molar yeah uh let's see then jackson says i've never had good sushi just buffet sushi but i feel like i would have a texture problem with it hmm. i don't know good sushi but i also feel like until we go to japan we've never had we great sushi. yeah we can't but, say we've had like yeah but there is supposed to I mean i've had what i consider good sushi but the ceiling on how much you can spend on sushi in Los Angeles is very high. And I've never gone up to those like insanely expensive restaurants, you know? Yeah. Like some people. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say some people argue that I've never had sushi. Because you haven't had it in Japan. But sushi is rice, 
paired with oh because you don't eat raw fish yeah yeah, yeah. so it's cooked or with a fish. garnish and the garnish could be vegetable it could be egg you know so i'm sure. still eating sushi i'm not eating i'm not the one making this argument um, yeah. nigiri or you yeah. know yeah um yeah i've never been to any of the really fancy sushi places i remember when i first moved here uh oh man this is a story okay when i i was pretty new here and as you and I have talked about, and I probably I can't remember if I talked on the podcast, I was like, I came here with like $35 and a dream, you know? Mm-hmm. I had no money. And, um... It's your uh, novel? Yeah. I, uh, a friend invited me to a group birthday party at, uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank with a Y, Yamashiro? Yamashiro, yeah. At Yamashiro. Which it's now, great, which now I realize, like... Is it's not cheap, but it's not like it's not super fancy. It, like given how ex- expensive to sushi can get in Los Angeles, yeah. it's not like but it's a, on a hill or whatever. It's, it's, it's yeah, gorgeous. It's you have to valet park, which yeah. I hate. And uh, yeah, I was broke, um, and I ordered like was it a table? I didn't even know everybody because it was like a friend's friend's birthday, okay. you know. And I went and. Uh, I was at a table and I ordered one drink and one appetizer because that's all I could afford. Mm-hmm. And the friend who invited me was like embarrassed by me. Oh, yeah. Do I know this friend? No, you never met her. Um, that's awful. Yeah. yeah. And I'm. I hope it wasn't one of those things like at the end of the night, like, all right, should we just split it no, five ways? No, absolutely not. Because that always got me as like the vegetarian. Yeah. And like, I know it gets people who don't drink too. It's just yeah. not fair. Yeah. Um, okay. So then Jackson goes on to say, uh, black coffee, one or two creams. Well, then it's not black coffee, is it? Right? Right. Once you put cream in it. It's but as opposed coffee. to like espresso. Or- I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, season six is the best How I Met Your Mother season. Mm. Uh, and I barely remember season six of Friends. Well, it's the one with Bruce Willis. Um, oh, Jackson says Amazed is a great song. Don't care about the video. Oh. Do yourself a favor and watch the video. And Jackson says, can't wait to hear more about more about Mystery Diners. Yeah, we will have one Mystery Diners at the end of this season, which is only in It's been so long month or so. since we've watched Mystery Diners. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's still on Discovery Plus or yeah. else we're going to be screwed. Uh, so that's all our correspondence. Uh, unless if I have, thank you, Jackson. If I have, if you ever sent correspondence and I've missed it, send it again or tell me, remind me where to look for it. Um, oh yeah, there was one. Steph said that she thought I might have RSV because I was sick when we recorded mm-hmm. the last couple. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think it was just a, a cold because in, in November of 2022, I got sick with what I'm pretty sure was RSV. Yeah. And it was like among the sickest i've ever been in my yeah, entire was, life and it lasted for like weeks, weeks. Yeah, yeah it was terrible yeah um let's see now we're moving on to my favorite segment to introduce it's a segment called how were we doing this is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days that these episodes aired so season six episode 21 of friends the one where ross meets elizabeth's dad aired on thursday april 27th in the year 2000 um, in the year 2000, um, and a uh, a sad thing happened that day. A um, a woman named, named Vicky Sue Robinson died. Vicky Sue Robinson uh, was the disco artist who recorded the first 
version of Turn the Beat Around oh, from the 70s. Not the 90s Gloria Estefan right. version. The, but uh, yeah, and she died. She was only 45 years old, died of cancer. Um, it was her one real hit, but uh, she had a career and um, was also an actress and in, like been in an indie movie that came out just days before she she passed away. So uh, R.I.P. Vicky Sue Robinson, who yeah. died on this day. Uh, top five songs in the U.S. on this day. I blew right past it, didn't I? Here it is. Uh, and number five. Oh, my God. Wow. This is a rough list. <laughs> um, uh, at number five, Destiny's Child, Say My Name. Yeah, I've already gone into how I feel about Destiny's Child. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan. At number four, I know you're a fan. I think it's stupid. Uh, the Thong Song by Cisco. <laughs> I was in a Vegas pool at the Flamingo, and he performed live. Yeah, the Flamingo pool is a party. Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, at number three, I don't know this song. Tony Braxton, He Wasn't Man Enough. No, I don't know that song. Yeah. Uh, at number two, Faith Hill, I can feel you breathe. Yeah, and at number one, Santa, Santa, Santana, Maria, Maria. Oh, yeah. No, we're done with that one. Yeah. One of the other bad song. Yeah. Um, which is with Wyclef Jean, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Wyclef Jean has a new song out. Um, that's like a partnership with, um, a an organization that tries to encourage, uh black americans to save for retirement oh and the song is called paper right okay and it's by cliff john and also push a t as a verse okay and somebody else is on it too i can't remember now um not a bad song uh but it's weird his like brand partnerships too Um, i have a distinct memory of there being like ads that ran before movies um, that were like for Cheez-Its, I think. And it was like Wyclef Jean was like the Cheez-Its spokesman. Okay. And I just remember Wyclef's on, Wyclef Jean saying, check out Cheez-Its on Facebook. <laughs> um, this would have been like 2010, 2009, a long time ago. He also um, is like a politician or he tried to be he ran president. He ran for, for president, president in, in Haiti. Haiti. Yeah. Um, uh, but he but had I, to be resident for five years prior to the election and he was disqualified yeah yeah okay well he's got that cheese it's money yeah (laughs) uh season six episode 21 of how i met your mother hopeless aired on monday april 18th 2011 uh so this is um this is heavy but this is um this is spring of 2011 this is the so-called arab spring where there were a lot of uprisings and protests and outright revolutions across the arab world in Syria, uh, reportedly, you know, there's the fog of war. We don't know how all these things are. But reportedly on this day, at least one, maybe more Syrian soldiers were executed for refusing to open fire on protesters. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Rest in peace to those soldiers. Yeah. Or that soldier. It's on. There's multiple reports as to how many, like, of them were killed or whatever. Um Top five songs in the U.S. on on this day. Uh, Number five, I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. Hey, I was born this way. Lady Gaga, born this way. Uh, And number four, CeeLo Green, fuck you. At number three, the Black Eyed Peas just can't get enough. I don't think that's a Depeche Mode cover. Um, And number two, Rihanna, 
S and M at a number one. Ed, Katy Perry, E T. Ed Perry, Ed Perry, Katy Perry, yeah. E T. Uh. So that's it. Now we move on to our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on the shows using only the episode titles as guidance in the dark. Uh, <laughs> um, but let's look at how we did last week. Um, uh, yeah, I got this one. Elizabeth's dad finds out they're dating and glowers menacingly. Yeah. Yeah. You got that. Yeah. Very much glowers menacingly. Yep. Uh, okay. You said... For hopeless, as hope as a hopeless romantic, Ted tries to talk himself out of the necessary breakup with Zoe, but the gang try to talk him into it. Yeah, yeah the Zoe story got fully put on hold. Yeah, yeah, um, but we will get back to that. Uh, as far as next week, I'm going to look up the titles, but I'm going to need you to vamp. Oh, raspberry moose cakes, cherry vanilla sparkling water. Red organic juice blend. Black garlic cream cheese. Double cream gouda. Buffalo chicken poppers. Calamansi and mango sorbet. Chicken shawarma bowl chocolate cheesecake bites okay season six episode 22 yeah because i i'm to be loaded weird um and it was showing me even though i hit season six it was showing me a different season weird um luckily i remember that the one with the ring is john favreau not bruce willis um no season six episode 22 of friends is called the one where paul's the man okay um I'm going to say that much to Ross's chagrin, Joey and Chandler befriend John McClane. Oh, so like similar to the uh, Tom Selleck storyline. Yeah. Is it too similar? I think it's a pretty good guess. Okay. Uh... Your episode, season six, episode twenty-two of How I Met Your Mother, mine is always so much more difficult. Is called the perfect cocktail. Okay. Um, so the gang are going to judge their dates by uh, what the date orders drink wise and make assumptions on their personality okay um okay so um so i guess it yeah the perfect cocktail for the perfect mate is the question wait you're saying they're making cocktails with people or they're they're judging people's cocktail orders. Oh, okay. So the perfect cocktail, like the gang... Barney's gonna have one about like, I don't know, some bullshit. <laughs> some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the gang. Um, what are the, What would you say they they um, infer? Yeah. Entire personalities. 
based on cocktail orders. Cocktail yeah. orders. Yeah. Okay. I'm well, that's it. Assuming you're gonna win. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's it. We talked about the whole uh, both shows. Um, you can uh, find us. You can find the podcast wherever you found it. You've already proven that you know how to do that. But you can also find a post for every episode at battleshippretension.com. You can leave a comment there. You can also check out my other podcast, Battleship Pretension. You can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter or Blue Sky at Davy Pretension. Um, I feel like there's usually another thing I say there, but I don't remember what it is. So, action? Um, uh, yeah, I, we were going to get that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, should we say, yeah. Um, Fuck, Mary kill, four seasons edition. Yes, that's um, right. How old are you? <laughs> Who's our youngest Who's listener our youngest is what I want to know. Yeah. We had another one. Did um, we? Damn, I don't remember. Yeah. All right. Um, but, yeah, the previous weeks are all still open for correspondence yes. if you want to tell us how you feel about hot fruit please let us know yes um if you've ever brought uh, hot fruit to a party yeah let us know so like i said uh that's where that, those are all the places you can find me or contact me uh natalie where do you want people to find and contact you i don't as you know but if you like this episode you should rate review subscribe tell your friends tell your mothers give us five stars or tell us why we don't deserve five stars and yeah, you could just write to us about yeah. any of those things. Until next time, we'll be at the Children's Hospital looking for dates. <laughs>